guys. Scotch for dummies. Up. It's been a minute. Live. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. We've Cheers, boys. Happy it Thursday. It's been a minute. Hey, Sean. I mean, oh. hello, Frank. Hey, Frank. They Good to see you. They give me a glass with nothing in it. Mm. No, that's not true. It that's has not stuck true. in it about a minute it, really. ago, uh, and you finished it. Yeah. Mm. Thank mm. you, gentlemen, for having me. It's, it's uh, a pleasure. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> speaking, give them something. Let's talk real quickly. Uh, one of our series is a dram good time. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's something where we pull, uh, pull out some old whiskeys that we drank from years ago. And speaking of that, we're not doing that show tonight, but. Frank was on the show as number, I believe, 18 episode. And on that show, we drank a bottle of... Old Masters Blended Scotch Whiskey. That was um, more than a minute ago. That was a long 2015. time ago. 2015. Um, we bought that bottle. Number one, it caught my attention because of the sim- symbol- symbolism on it, you know, in re- reference to, to masonry the, the, the and everything. Like, oh, what's this all about, right? Uh, it's blended scotch. It's like a 20... Dollar twenty five dollars at at most, um, but I don't even remember what we I, I, I have no idea what we said about. I didn't watch it, but go ahead and pour some, Frank. I, I I would love to to hear your interpretation of the the back then twenty fifteen right. Obviously, we're hanging out your family. We're new in Scotch, but yeah. we're new to the Scotch world. We're on our journey. I remember you coming over there. So reminisce back then twenty fifteen, and then fast forward to today. I don't remember a lot from 2015. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. That's and I'm true. I'm not sure it's because of the scotch or the wine that I drink. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I think we had a good time then. We're probably going to have a good time tonight also. I think I you're right about right. that. Yeah. So it's pretty great, tasty. Great bunch of guys here for sure. Oh, cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Uh, I, this is the blend. So yeah, I'm going gonna to give this a good nose and actually think about this while you guys say hi. Well, let's, right. let's see who's on then, huh? Say hi to people. Real quickly, oh, we've got Sean Peak is on. Time for a dram. Donner Pass, Crafty Wheel. Good to see you. And you get get in touch with Crafty Wheel after this. So. Yes, yeah. we do. Lochness, Tom R is on as well. Stephen Richards, Everwin, Ahoy, Ahoy. Uh, Bob H, the birthday boy. He turned uh, twenty one this week. Twenty five. I think it was definitely the anniversary of his twenty first birthday. Oh snap! <laughs> like Good to the, see Zach on. Yeah. <laughs> Chris B. Kill Karen 12 in the glass. Oh, Time to relax. Yeah. Kill Karen 12. We know a bit about Kill Karen. Yeah. They got, they've got some pretty cool stills. Do they? Stills? We're going to talk about that? A little bit. Maybe. Maybe. Definitely. Know. We'll see if we get to it. Um, and then let's see who else is on. We haven't talked about George Cap. Stuff for work. Good to see you guys. Thanks for being with us tonight. Um, it's been a few weeks. So Sorry we missed you. We've had lots of stuff going on with work and life, etc. But... Tonight's show is a continuation of the last few series where we're kind of diving a little deep, a little geeky, if you will, and kind of the 101, 401, 201 series. Of Educational. Kind of Educational. Educational series. Right. And uh, tonight's topic is uh, the importance of, well, what, what's what's your intro? Well, wait a minute. I'll get to that intro. I want to hear what Frank's got to say about the old masters. Oh, okay then. Dun, dun, dun. What, what I remember was... Um, the bottle, the first one of the first bottles I had with you guys was Old Mason's. Nope, that's this. That's is that it, bottle. It's this bottle. It? Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, because okay. if you look at the label, it's got the Masonic symbols on it. I think they changed okay. the branding a bit now compared right. to what it was, but it's, it's the same, same bottle. This this is literally the same bottle. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an eight year old bottle. Yeah, I think <laughs> oh it is. Gosh. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wish my I wish old? my wine aged as well as that does. Forty ABV. What did What did you think of the nose? Um, I like it. I do too. I think it's uh, clean. actually better than I remember. I, yeah, it's a clean nose. Um, I think you can smell the hints of grain in it, but it's not overly grainy, if you will. Ah, Zach asks, "Is a super from a super jet?" Welcome back, Frank. Yeah, ah. thanks for that. Welcome back. <laughs> thanks for that, Zach. I haven't tasted it yet, though. I'm. I'm I just want to put it on my. I'm tongue not drinking a bit. it yet. I'm gonna have some in a minute. I'm still finish off, finishing off my tomato. Uh, 12 Oloroso I had earlier. So. And I, I can tell you, these guys ask me questions, and my palate is nothing compared to theirs. So He's lying. Uh, he's lying. Uh, he drinks wine all the time. He knows, how, he knows how to understand that stuff. Uh, so well, that, And see, that's the thing. Tell us what you think. If nothing comes in your head, that's fine. If, yeah. if something weird comes in your head, that's okay. That's, yeah. what, whiskey, that's what tasting whiskey is about. Yeah, I can tell you that the scotches and uh, Drew's turned me on to some... Irish whiskeys here lately that I really enjoy, mm. and uh, but 
there's more things. I like more things than I don't. I can tell you that. There's very few things that I turn away from. So, okay. Give me an Frank example. Is, Frank is a uh, um, trier of all. Like, yeah, I, like <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's nothing that comes in front of him like, I'll try that. Like, oh, nothing. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Why I will not? say... Um, we have, I, I have definitely taken down the road of, of whiskeys mm-hmm. and, uh, we, yes, we tumbled into the Irish whiskeys, I don't know, a, a year or two ago. And mm-hmm. I remember you really, what was the first one? It was it the Lestal? Mm-hmm. The Red Breast. Uh, Lestal. Lestal. Yeah. 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 You really liked that I one. Really and ever since one. then we've, we've pulled out a few more Irish whiskeys. I think he just really likes that. Mm-hmm. That it's just clean to me. Clean, uh, yeah. triple distilled uh, flavor. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah I could see that. It, it's something that I could drink every day easily. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had yeah. the Red Breast twelve um, year cast strength. I think you uh, some that's of that. my. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that a lot. And then we had last night. We had a, a green spot. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, and it was. Very, very tasty. It hits yeah. your spot. Yeah, Irish. It, it does, right? Yeah. And we were, I was actually going through the the spots themselves. Oh, thanks. Thank you, stuff, for work for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, good, good to see you. See you. Um, and we were going through all the different spots. And I, I mentioned the gold spot, which is it's this, this year, isn't it? Yeah, last year last now. Year. I mean, we're losing track. Um, that's delicious as well. So that one's cast strength, though, I believe, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. It's, it's higher proof than green. I know that. It's but 50 something. There's a lot of greens out there too. They've they've explored, they have. experimented with green cat uh, green spot a lot more than they have the others. The others I, are standard. I saw much. A Pinot Noir. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Noir. Noir. Yeah, cast tonight at the Total Wine, green spot. So, mm-hmm. anyway. so anyway, let's get back into the the topic at hand tonight, which is minimize all this, Drew, so I can see what I'm doing here. Yeah, crafty wheel, you can hardly hear me. I'll try to speak up a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, we're bringing it up. All right. Let me see uh, Let me see the screen, please. Yes, sir. Oh, so, okay. I don't know if we dubbed this a 101, a 201, uh, what level of education we really think this is. It's probably 101. And, yeah, I'd so, say 101. And I would say that... Uh, basically, tonight we, we, we dubbed it the the whiskey unveiled, right? So we're we're taking you on a, a journey through Scotch from an educational purpose. If you're new to this, or or let's say you're not, you're gonna learn something because I know yep. it's educational for me to research it, right? I'm always like, oh, I always okay, learn. I didn't realize that. Um, so. Obviously, tonight is Whiskey Unveiled, and we're going to dive into the topic of stills and their influence uh, or effect, if you will, on the whiskey that's being put through them. So does the material they're made out of, does the shape, um, uh, the size, why, why are, what are the differences and what do they mean, right? But I think to start the conversation, we need to back up and just go through a, a quick conversation of the process right where does this process of making whiskey start and what's it entail we don't need to get into the weeds too much on each of the the steps along the way but just the basics so that when we dive into this this topic of stills and we've got some pictures we're going to share with you so we can actually show the differences Uh, when we get to that point people understand you know what we're talking about exactly so whiskey whiskey distilled grain beer (laughs) <laughs> I love that you always go back to the beer. It's, well, it's I mean, true. it is. It is. It is. Because yeah. the thing is, whiskey is from grain beer. Cognac is from wine. Sure. Vodka is from lots of different things. Um, <laughs> but but if it's whiskey, it's distilled grain grain beer, essentially. It can, you know, is it a blended scotch? Is it a single malt? Is it scotch? Is it bourbon? It's all distilled grain beer. So it all starts with brewing beer. So get we grain. get some grain. We brew some beer out of you it. You brew some beer out of it, put some yeast in there, probably some malting to get the enzymes to <laughs> convert the sugars. The yeast turn the um, sugar into alcohol and CO2. Alcohol is what we want. Then you put it in a still. So I, just out of boil. curiosity, without <clears throat> getting too far in the weeds, you say the yeast turns the sugars into alcohol, right? How, mm-hmm. how does that happen real quick? Just give me a... Give well, me I don't a, want to go through yeah, the whole Krebs cycle. But. I have this vision that there's these little yeast in this vat, <laughs> and they're just on, running around eating all, all well, the sugar. They're like, nom, 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 it, nom, It's nom. like a person. <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing, You Mark. eat food, you put off gas, 
and you make waste, and that's See, also exactly that's, what it's doing. That's and, exactly what it's doing. And they and yeast breed prolifically. Yes, they do. Yeah. So they're like, like goldfish like a, or like guinea pigs, or like a billion times a day. Yeah. So See. Just, they yeah, their their half life is very quick, and yeah. you know it's it's they split, and so you have no, two, no, then no, four, no. then you know it's getting crazy. I would interject real quickly. I don't know anything about making whiskey, but uh, from um, uh, making my wine, um, it starts with good fruit. Yeah, you you can't make good wine if you don't have good fruit, and one of the things that you always hear is. Good wine is made in the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you have to have that to start with, or you're not going to get a good end product. So yeah. to to convert that into our conversation, it starts with good good grains. Good grains. Right? Well, so good you, yeast. It, it's it's a little it's a little different. It's not as important as wine or beer because any um, brewer for distilling will tell you that the brewers for Beer making are way better because you have to create that beer, and that's your final product. You can't distill out any any imperfections or mistakes. You can't distill that out. Okay. So wine, you're right. That those grapes are in that final product. If you're making cognac, well, maybe you can take a little liberty with your wine Mm because you can distill it out and then you can barrel it. You can do a lot of stuff with it. Mm -hmm. You can add different flavors with with yeah, with, and so with whiskey, we went through, we did a grain episode before with grain, barley 101. Uh, barley, that was 201. It was the, it it was was the categories. Yeah. It? So we went through barleys, and barley has some effect, but mostly it's I need something to create alcohol to distill. So so we've we brewed this beer, and we throw it in this big contraption called a still. A still. Right? And we apply heat to it, and that still boils that contents. Yes. And the vapors go up, and we capture those vapors which are high in alcohol. Mm-hmm. And we might repeat that process a few might. times if we Two, want it, three, you know, whatever that may times, be. Whatever it oh, yeah, I think there's there's some vodkas that are S- six, six times, times still, yeah. Right. yeah. So, um, and then after that, they take that contents in there. As they're pouring it out, somebody, the master blender, somebody's making a decision as to saying, this is the good part, right? They call yeah. it the heart, right? That's so the, heart. Gonna, don't, this, the, the beginning stuff's no good, the middle's the great, and then we cut off the end, and we, we, we don't dispose of it. We probably restill it, do something else. But then we take that contents, and we put it in a cask. Mm-hmm. And that cask f- can vary depending on what kind of whiskey we're making. So there's different rules, right? But for scotch, scotch for dummies, um, it doesn't have to be a new oak cask just like a, bourbon. Oh, just an oak cask. Usually it's had something else in it a sure. lot of times, whether it's a wine or another spirit. or um, And then it has to sit in that cask for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Minimum of what? Three? Three, Three years. years in Scotland. But hopefully it's more than that. We yeah. always like that. Um, and then they take it from that and they bottle it. Sometimes when they bottle it, they might water it down, and depending on what they're doing. Yeah. But And then that's it. Bottle it. You buy it. Drink it. Hopefully it's good. That, that's really to boil it down. That, that's making whiskey. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, when, you, when, you, when we're looking at those steps, the five steps or whatever we just laid out, the still is one of them. And... Let's be realistic. Without it, you can't make whiskey. Yeah, and the still, you know, when you go through, does barley have more impact or do the still? Some would argue that the, the the still and the way you run it has more impact on that than people maybe realize. In my opinion, I, I, For sure. I think I I would I would say that the cask, the maturation plays a huge part in the, in huge. the, the end that, well, product. People say that's 50%. At 50% least. of the flavor is a cask. And then I would say the still and how it's run. Well, you're, you're saying how it's run, for clarification, like uh, uh, an experienced person running that still versus someone that came in. I mean, is, is it like a... Same still can be ran differently, or you're talking totally. about totally. Oh yeah. Okay. So do you yeah. run it? Do you run it fast? Do you run it slow? Do you cut narrow? Do you cut wide on the on the your heart cut that you're actually saying? Mm-hmm. All right. that is, I mean, though, and those edges of your heart cut are really important for flavor. If you go too far, it's going to taste like garbage because mm-hmm. there's all sorts of That's weird true. flavors and, on the edges. And there's different types of stills. Yeah, I believe also. Sure. Yeah. So where do we start the conversation with, you know, the stills? Obviously, it's something that you are using to boil your beer in Mm -hmm. and 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 get that boiling point to where it's creating steam vapor and that you're going to capture in some way, shape or form. So the the first step is 
there's really two main two main types. Two, types, two okay. main types. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's actually more, and there's actually the hybrids yep. where they combine yeah. these two types. Which, um, yep. But the the two main ones that are really used today are what pot stills and column stills, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, there's a diagram that Drew's going to pull up here in a second um, between the two main types. There's the column still that's on the left, and there's the pot still on the right. Now the classic uh, traditionalist. And in quite honestly, versions of the let's go to the pot still first. Versions of the pot still are used all over the world. Um, they make you can make moonshine in them, and that those pot stills are all different sizes and everything. Moonshine, whiskey, bourbon, whatever you want in that. Um, you can make cognac and stuff in those kind of stills. It's basically just a pot that's closed, and then you as, as you boil it, the vapors come up and they go across the line arm down to the condenser, a condenser of some kind. Now the shapes and styles are very different. We'll go into those more. So that's more later. you're talking about going from from B to C to D to E. Yes, well, yeah. yeah. So you boil it; it goes through the neck and B. It goes up the um, the neck of the still and C. It kind of makes the curve at D, and then that takes that line arm across. So right. that that's, that's where the, the distillate side, comes. Yeah. And we'll get into to importances of yeah. each ones of those in a second. Yeah. But but. The thing, the problem with these stills is when you're brewing beer and distilling it, the first time you go through that still, you only get to about 30% alcohol, which is too low to, to barrel. So you have to do it again, at least one more time to be able to get it to strength enough to barrel it. Because at 35%, you can go bad on you in the barrel. So, well, I, I got a question about that for my own education. I understand that you're saying, yeah, first time, you only get 35%. Okay, great. Well, what happens if we made that neck like, 10 times longer than that yes. and boiled it a lot higher. So the vapor rises all yep. the way up to that stuff. That's going to make it all the way to the top. It's going to be more than 35%, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, and if you pack that, that uh, area C with like um, what they call packing, which could be copper coils or something. Yeah. You can make it in right in one, in one pack. So you can get crafty. You can get crafty for sure. And then the ultimate craftiness is the calm still. Which is oh, on the right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a game changer in, in the industry. That's a completely. So if you look at the bottom of this column still, that's what a pot still is. You got a, a liquid boiling and it goes up and then it condenses and goes across. But what you see here is the way you can use a column, um, which is really amazing because you, you boil the liquid, you put heat in, the boiled liquid comes up through those plates. And as it's going through those little, you can see the little T's, as it bubbles through that um through those areas, it actually conden- or it, it interacts with the liquid coming down, and then it's like a perfect extraction. So you're extracting liquid and, and gas as it goes through it, and it continues to go up all the way up. Um, now, you, oftentimes with a column, you do oftentimes feed them in the side. You put hot material in the bottom with a reboiler, and it, and it vaporizes up. So your light boilers, your alcohol, your um, wood alcohol, ethanol, all those kind of things come out the top, and your liquid and your heavies and solids and oils and things go out the bottom. So this is the beauty of this. You feed in, you feed out, it can run forever. There's no uh, emptying it, cleaning it. It's just like you just let it run. And you can make thousands of liters a day through one of these column stills. This is a big change comparative. <laughs> it is because, you know, to, for this, you need at least two cycles. Well, with the column still, you can, the beauty of those things is that each one of those plates is, is a cycle of, of extraction where you're extracting the liquid and the, and the gas goes up through there. So if you want like 80% alcohol, you can pull out at maybe three quarters of the way up the still. If you want 100% alcohol, if you want like Everclear, you take out the very top, or you take that that top vapor out, that vapor fraction going to the condenser. That's like Everclear, but most people don't like the flavor of Everclear. So typically, mm-hmm. when you're running column stills, you'll take your main cut at one of those plates that's predetermined, and you just take from that all the time, and the rest of it just cycles. So you're taking your liquid out, your water is going out the bottom. So what's, so what's this feed here again? What, that's so, the liquid yeah, coming in? Because you, you feed, that's, that's liquid coming in. So you've got a beer that's like, like uh, maybe maybe 10 or 12% alcohol. And you feed that in, and then as it, as it splits, it'll go through the feed, it'll start to boil, and it'll just separate through the column. And as it goes to the bottom, you're basically 100% water. And at the col- top of the column, you're 95% alcohol. And you can extract uh, because different of points. Temperature difference. Yeah, because of the, the temperature difference and the extraction, right. because the top of the column will be much hotter than the bottom of the column. So you, you've got liquid down there, and, and it heat, the heat rises, and it rises all the way up and, and does all the extraction. But alcohol, if I'm correct, and you 
can correct me, boils at a lower temperature than water also. Correct. So that's what you're trying. You're trying to keep that temperature to where you're collecting the alcohol and not the water. Correct. Yeah. Is that so right? So maybe I'm wrong with that then. Yeah, I think I think it is. The, the top of the column is actually cooler right, that, than the bottom. That's right. That I, I, makes that sense. Right. To me. I, I was going to ask you Good about call. that to, to correct that. Yep. So the differences between these, what they're used for, the vast mm-hmm. majority of single malts, actually, I think. Well, all, all the definition single malts, of single malt. Yeah. Right. All single malts, the vast majority, all of them are, are pot stilled. Mm-hmm. The grain oh. are, are the, mm-hmm. the column still is what most of your grain stills are using because they can produce mass amounts. And yeah, that and grain it, is used for. Lots of different things. Well, and, and like wild turkey, they use column stills. Um, Maker's Mark uses column stills. All all the big bourbon distillers typically you will use column stills as but, well. But the but the scotches do not. Well, mm-hmm. so uh, like the the old masters, I'm sure that was through a column still. Okay. Yeah. So so scotch can use a column still, okay. but a single malt scotch doesn't. So well, yeah, that yeah, old masters is blended. It's a blended. <clears throat> scotch. So there's single malt in it. Probably. Right, but. The grain, the, uh, the the column is used for grains because they're mass producing and mass producing. Yeah, and they're using that grain for various things. Yeah. Blending in others. Some of them are probably bottled. I don't know. Maybe. I can't. What? I mean, if you're what running a grain, a grain through a, a column still, you could bottle it straight out. You could oh, sure. age it and bottle well, it. Well, you've but, had single grain whiskeys. Right. But yeah. are, what, can't single grain be put through a pot still too? No. If it's a... I'm not talking about malt. Why would why would you? Uh, I don't know. Why would call you? it a single grain? This is where I get question. really confused. Yeah. So a single grain, so single malt is a is a specific. It's a category of grain. single grain could be put through pot still. Sure. I don't know why it wouldn't. Why it could? Yeah, you, you I mean, put some corn and put some other things in there. It's still a grain whiskey, but it could be a pot still grain whiskey. Right. So yeah. we've seen both examples of these in, in stills and yeah. distilleries, right? Is there one as a, as a predominant still for most, or is it kind of balanced, or do well, we even know? pot stills for, for malted barley and single well, malt single whiskey, malts. all, all yeah. single malts, but, and, and columns are for, in Scotland, grain whiskey more, more than anything, well, but and, I mean, and we they're know used to here. Whiskey by volume is predominantly a grain whiskey. Right. So if if you look at the volume of whiskey produced, pot stills are very small, comparative. Right. Okay. If it's even even in Scotland, if you look in Scotland or the rest of the world, pot still whiskey is is a very small percentage of the right. actual so volume of whiskey. Right still. here in Indiana, when you go over to MGP. What kind of stills do you think they got? They got columns because they got columns and they got huge column yeah. stills that they're mm-hmm. just that those things are running twenty four seven three sixty five. Man, now they may have some pot stills too. Sure, but yeah, that's their, their so. Let's talk about you know what these things are made out of and mm. what that what plastic. What that I think that would be kind of tough, but who knows? Maybe <laughs> I know there, you can buy it in actually, a plastic bottle. So obviously it's yeah. copper is the answer, but there there is a you know I watched <laughs> was it Moonshiners whatever and oh yeah it's a great series, um, but there is a chemical thing. Bec- for copper, right? There's a reason why they use copper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, That's, but it doesn't have to be copper. You can make it still. You can make stainless steel stills. Stainless I think steel. I, yeah, so yeah, very much. Very those common. are the two two commons. Yeah. And and why why do you choose one of the over <coughs> the other? You, you choose stainless. The, the number one reason you choose stainless is the cost. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. Oh yeah. Now more durable. Right. Easier to clean. So the downside to using stainless is it doesn't remove sulfurs and it doesn't. Um, it doesn't maintain heat like copper. It doesn't conduct heat. Like it doesn't copper. conduct as well. Yeah, that's correct. It, it, so those are the two downsides. But you could also get crafty and create a still that's a combination thereof of copper and stainless if you're on a budget. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a doable thing. Yep. Heck, there's I saw pictures in researching this that people, some distilleries have pot stills that they've put a column still on top they're like they're like hybrids mm-hmm. thereof yeah. and they're getting creative to to whether it's a cost savings maybe they're trying to change the flavor profile of, or the the um the consistency the viscosity of their whiskey you know how you know is it yep. heavy is it light i don't know well and you can and <clears> with <throat> those with those kind of stills you can get to barrel barrel filling strength with one column or with one pot because right. you, you take the pot you boil it up and, and as it goes through the column section it enriches enough to get up to whatever above 70 percent abv or 70 percent alcohol and therefore you can use it so are the better whiskeys do you think 
um, are the ones that are run that you save the hearts and then run them all through a pot still two or three times and the column still is more for volume so to speak or column still is definitely for volume, volume now you can get sure. very good whiskey out of column in a still. column still yeah okay. you sure can it's it's yeah. but you got to be careful about where you where you're pulling your cuts like okay. which plate you pull it out of to get because yep. a column still can are so efficient you strip all the you strip everything but the alcohol out so you get no flavors coming over either okay you if you go if you go all the way out the top of the column now for mm-hmm. for vodkas perfect that's what that's you what want. They want you yeah. want that pure uh, vodka but for whiskeys you typically will pull farther down the column so you still have some flavors mm-hmm. but you have an enriched uh, alcohol content okay yeah mm-hmm. so i want to i want to talk about the copper ones the pots, yeah, let's talk about right copper. so that cuz copper is significant in this and it definitely plays a role in the shape of the pot still and there are okay. various shapes of pot still obviously there's a definition of what a pot still is and so you get this generic shape but you can really play with that shape mm-hmm. right so copper obviously it's expensive but why do they want to use copper we mentioned two of them it pulls out sulfurs which I don't quite understand what how it or why it does that. Yeah, I should have looked up that chemistry because it, it's it's a chemical it's a chemical reaction that goes on at we'll get high Dr. Scotch next time. Yeah. He'll take care of that. Um, but and and the other one is that it actually conducts the heat better. So mm-hmm. it does it, it probably makes your process more efficient. Then uh, does it produce better? Well, vapor does it? See, that's a, that's it does both because you if the bottom of the still is copper you, that conducts the heat from your flame or your steam better. So you get that, the heat goes right into the liquid, but you, the, the top of the still being copper also cools it better. So you get more heat coming out of the top of the still. So you get more reflux in that co- top of the column still. So as it, as it boils up, you want it to, you want it to, the, you want the vapor to hit that copper and start to kind of cool down and run down the walls because that, that way you get the contact with the copper, with the copper and you also do a little bit of, of enriching. So it's not just... When they call it reflux? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's okay. reflux. It's refluxing. And you want that copper to cool off at the top of the seal so you get better reflux. So it's, it's kind of perfect for both because it's so conductive. It's inefficient at the top and it's efficient at the bottom. So to, to explain what that reflux is, you've got this vapor that's going up this cone, right? This neck of the still. And some of it just was too heavy. It wasn't hot enough to make it all the way up to the elbow and clear. It didn't make it out the gate. Yep. So it, it, let's say it condensed on the side walls yep. of that neck and it just started running back down, kind of like raindrops exactly. on your windshield, right? Exactly. You notice if you if if it's all about you're trying to save energy, all that copper would be insulated. But no, you will see no still like this insulated at the top top half. Mm-hmm. And you also, the thing you won't see is you're not going to see a fan <clears throat> blowing on it either. I'll be damned. I if guess you, I never if you, paid if you ever paid attention in a still, all these all these um, uh, still rooms are hot but they don't have fans blowing, at least not at the stills. They may have fans blowing where the, where the workers are, are to help cool things down, but you do not want fans blowing on those because then it unevenly cools oh, one okay. side of the still. Yeah. So wow. you have, it's all your, your So you're basically wanting going. the alcohol and the flavor profiles to continue up. Correct. And the, um, let's say the, uh, Water, correct. To go back down into the bottom of it and repeat the process. Yes, again, correct. Because you, okay, uh, yeah. the, the the still is boiling and bubbling and and, yep. and spattering and, and throwing all this vapor out. And what you want it to do is you want it to enrich as it goes up. So at, at maybe at mm-hmm. the at the liquid level, it's sixty percent alcohol. You know, three quarters of the way up the pot still, it's at 70 percent, and then by the time it goes up the top, maybe it's seventy five percent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you let that water, and quite honestly, the oils, the heavy, um, the heavy chemicals that are in that beer, those also will kind of stay down. So if you want a really light, airy whiskey, you want all those heavy flavors to drop. So two things that 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 come to question uh, on that picture, Drew, when when you show a, a still, that we're talking about this next. So we know that things are blowing up. We've got 
the length of that neck? Is it Correct. stubby or is it really high? Yep. And is it skinny or is it fat? Is it really wide? And and what's what are the effects of both of those dimensions? Yeah. So this is. I, I wish I had. A, I was trying to think how, how I could animate this, but so this is what you call essentially. It's a version of an onion dome on on top of your still where it comes it comes up to a narrow so the bottom of the still um, has the curve and then it narrows and then there's a, a small area where where it rises up and then the diameter of that area opens up and so if you if you know anything about pressure and air f- and flow essentially what you're doing is you're you're boiling so high no down at the bottom down where it's st- down where it's still there, right at the right. top of the still up. so so you're boiling right the liquid and you're starting to build pressure and it comes up and has to force through that little neck. And so you've got a little bit of a high pressure zone there. But then as it pushes up and then goes into that wider zone, the pressure drops. And what that does is that causes... Everything to reflux. Well, it, it, exactly. It causes condensation. Because if, right. if you know anything about uh, uh, mass transfer and things like that, if you um, expand a gas, it cools down. So, you know, like when you use those um, air dusters on your thing, when you when you spray those those. Uh, bottled air the can gets cold mm-hmm. so that's expanding that's that's a gas expanding so as it expands it cools down so all the stuff in solution drops back out of solution so you get like a you get a, a, a an enforced reflex at that point right and then you have all that cooling going up so you've got a lot of uh, and, and as it narrows so as gas condenses or as gas cools it condenses or it condenses and gets and reduces volume so as that you want your still to narrow at the top too. That way you still get good volume of gas flow, but it, it's cool. It's a little bit cooler. So it's, it's all about physics and, and, uh, heat transfer. Thermal and all dynamics, stuff. It really. is thermodynamics. Totally. So if you, if you have other pictures, Drew, uh, that show different examples. Yes. Of, so, so go down to the bottom of the, the, the neck. So we, so like that yeah. still look at that. So, so the, these are Glenmorangie's stills. So look at this one compared. So you've got a, a small a small still. So it's a it's a very you know it's a small bowl or small um, barrel at the bottom. Oh, I don't know what happened there. Hold on. You zoomed it in. Oh, driving with a finger here. All right. <laughs> so yeah, zoom, zoom it out a little bit so you can kind of get a better <laughs> perspective on the whole thing. Zoom zoom or yeah, zoom like that. So Glenmorangie is known for the really hauled giraffe neck stills. That's what they call them. And you see this one is basically a straight pipe all the way up. But so it's got that bulb. At it the does. So, 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 so you get that you get that enforced reflex at that bulb, but then you know on the Glenkinchy still, which it, you were just looking at, a lot, it like narrows a lot. This. this one doesn't narrow doesn't. really at all. So a, as that lick, or as that vapor is going up that neck, it's cooling down. Liquid is coming out of solution. So it really it slows the 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 um, vapor flow rate up that neck. Further letting it cool and further allowing so um, reflex. reflex. Exactly. So basically, coming out the top of that still, all you get is a really much Gra- more lighter, it, cleaner spirit. Yeah. yeah, and that that is by design. And especially even if they run those fast, with because that still shape is so uniform all the way up that neck, it really creates a light. Spirit. I don't know if you could even without burping up through the neck of the the still. It's hard to run those and get a heavy spirit. It's just the way they're designed. Right. But any type of still, if and, and correct me again, uh, when you start the process from boiling your grain beer, the first five or ten percent is that the heads that you collect that you have to get rid of because it's ethanol. Yeah. Well, that's well, methanol. Methanol. It, yeah, it's wood alcohol. No matter the, what you do, like in, in any of these stills, correct. You, you still get rid of the first five or ten percent before you start collecting the hearts. Correct. There, okay. There's a certain amount at the front that that may be toxic, and depends. It, I don't know what if you're running really good um, beer brewing. I don't know how much of the percentage of alcohol it is. Okay. Typically, like for you run moonshine, <clears throat> you have to discard that first because it's got wood alcohol in it, and it's. It's it'll make you go blind. That's why you got to be careful with moonshine because it can make you go blind. Well, well, well. And so, <laughs> so you're right. You have to discard some of that that heads. And plus, there's some weird flavors that come off. Yeah. You know, you don't want to taste methanol. Methanol doesn't taste good. And there's also some other before weird, you get to the hearts. Before you get to the hearts, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, so it makes it up this neck, mm-hmm. and it finally makes the turn. Woo-hoo! 
Ooh, there's an elbow at the top of the neck, right? Yep. And that's kind of a pivotal point. So any vapor that makes it up to there and makes it to the point where it's going to go down that line arm, yep. right? And that's that's stuff that we're collecting. Yeah, that's, that's money. That, that's the money. That's the gold. All right, yep. it's made it over. So it finally, and, and if you think about the angle of that dangle, which is <laughs> I knew proportional it. to the heat of the angle, like he's going to say that. I can't help it, man. Um, but once it crosses that, the, the angle of that line arm is important then. Yeah. Some of these line arms, um, if you look, are completely horizontal. They're parallel. They're, they're straight across. Some tilt down. Some angle up. And the ones that angle up are actually going to create more reflux. Of course. Yeah, some of that liquid is going to make it back. It's going to come back down. It exactly. didn't make it. Um, so that that's very important to the collectible spirit that we're making as well. The, mm. the length and angle of that line arm. More more contact to copper as well. Correct that too. We're gonna pause for station identification and talk about uh, another bottle that oh, we shit. reviewed with Frank back in 2015. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> uh, well, I looked over and you're dry <clears throat> and I'm dry. I'm like, I think it's about time. I too. So uh, I bought this today because uh, we always need a Highland Park 12. I mean, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. So this is another bottle we reviewed. We, back then we were doing two first, and uh, this was. Uh, I think the other one was 18. This is 19, 2015 Episode again. Episode 19, yeah. Um, and this was another one we got into. And back then, um, we didn't have a whole lot of Highland Parks. We, mm. we just started getting into them. Now, obviously, we now we know how much we love them now. Yep. But sure. This is, this is uh, Frank, we bought this today because I want to make sure that you had some to reminisce ah. from 2015. I a different that. bottling since it then is. because they changed their packaging, went into the Viking theme uh, real hard and heavy. This one's actually called Viking Honor now, I think. But... Um, Viking honor. Well, you pass her back over here, uh, and leave that bottle over here so that when I finish this Glenmo, I can get a little uh, HP. Now, what's interesting about Highland Park that's different than you've, what you've had tonight, Frank, is Highland Park's got a little peat, a little bit. They only had a 50, about 50 feet, 50 feet bit. Um, and it's an island. It's Orkney. It's far north. I guess technically it's considered Ugh, a highland, right? Because so I don't know how anybody lives on Orkney in that uh, winter. That With a lot of that whiskey. <laughs> a lot of whiskey and a lot of, I don't know, man. Ooh. But um, but I haven't had 12 in a while. What's so. the, Give me the rundown on this again. So I think we paid, um, oh shoot, what's that receipt? That receipt's laying around here somewhere. somewhere. I think it was like 50 bucks. Uh, 12, 43. 43? Okay. Yeah, 43% AB. So assume chill filtered, assume uh, 54.99 coloring. Um, gone up a little bit over the years, I think but I think everything has. Everything's gone up. Um, and, but this is standard offering. This is their core range, the start of their core range, yep. 12, right? And they've got a plethora of bottlings out there. They went kind of hog wild with the whole Viking theme over the, the years. But um, the 12, 15, and 18 are still available. So I thought, uh, throwing this little bit of knowledge at you, I was going over some <laughs> metrics earlier when I pulled up these uh, reviews, 2015, right? So the... Um, Highland Park, in its lifetime, just for a little behind the scenes, yeah. for dummies, the ad revenue from Highland Park, from Highland Park, thirty dollars. Oh, we made thirty bucks. I uh, can't even buy a full bottle for that. But that's, that's right. Fine. The old masters. You want to guess? Seven. Three bucks. <laughs> Damn, I was high. I lost. I overbid. You're Bob overbid. said you're done. Not a lot of people <laughs> searching for old masters. Nah. Old Masters is better than that. It should. <laughs> it should. It, make does, one it, does, it does deserve better than that. Yes, it does. I'm trying to quickly pull up the uh, stats. Keep talking. If I'm being realistic, I bought that Old Masters literally because of the the square yeah. and compass on the bottle, right? <laughs> I mean, I uh, I was became a master mason in 2008, and so when I ran across that bottle, I was like, "Well, <laughs> holy shit! Look at that. you know, I gotta buy this. Got a whiskey just for me, right? But uh, it's nothing, you know, to necessarily go out of your way for highland park is uh actually a staple uh, on my bar I, I honestly try to keep uh, a couple of different highland parks around because i, I enjoy them i like the the level of peat um <clears throat> that they have so we gave uh I'm, I'm actually excited to try it again um i think screen. oh yeah i didn't do that um <laughs> we uh we gave this back in 2015 a 2.5 out of four and i think if i'm Remember correctly? Did you pull this out? Somebody pull this out for a time for a dram or a dram good time. Um, I didn't. But I don't someone remember. did. I think we re reviewed it since then. But 
it's a it's a it's a delicious dram, and it's uh it deserves to be on everybody's bar. Yeah, I, I it's been a while since I've had twelve. I'll be honest with you. So I'm gonna finish this Glenmo and pour a little bit just to get into it. But um, I'll tell you what, I absolutely love the fifteen and the eighteen. Um, I've, they're really good. I've got a couple of the old bottlings of that laying around at home because uh, they're good. Um, and then since then, I've gone off the deep end, and I've got several different Highland oh, yeah, Parks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I remember my first big-time score with Highland Park. I had just become an SMWS member, and uh, it was like one of my first bottles I ever bought. The first one was in, in Scotland, but this was like the first bottle I bought, second bottle I bought in the States. I bought, um, when I was home, I bought a Bowmore. It was my first one. It was a three-dot. So exciting. Um, <laughs> but then there was uh, this four-dot that came across, and it was 15 years old. And I was like, holy cow, man, this one's expensive. And it was their peated profile, and I bought it, and it was called um, uh, Volcanic Jam. Oh. And I remember getting it home, and I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. Of course, I opened it, Brian. We all got into it. We're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I open up Whiskey Advocate the next week, and it wins like double. It was like the whiskey of the year oh, yeah. and everything. And I was like, son of a bitch, I opened it. <laughs> but it was good. But that's, you know, we had a question earlier about the open bottles or something. That's, yeah, because yeah, now good. you know. Now I know. Now now I wish I know. had another, Gregor. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to continue on our conversation here quickly, but we, we will have time at the end for some questions. I see some questions already coming in. If you have a question in the chat, put a Q colon in front, and we'll get to it here after the show. Yep. But uh, so um, we talked about copper. We talked talk about the shapes, copper, um, uh, the reflux, et cetera. Question. So we talk about regions a lot and, you know, and we can get into the, the weeds here, but um, quickly, quick question. Does this still enhance the flavor of the scotch coming out as far as are we getting in profiles from different distilleries because of the type of stills they have? So you, there, you asked multiple questions there. I, I, and, and I will say. Well, you got me. Yes. I, the the, the still has a ton to do with the flavor of the whiskey and and i will say that the heaviness or the lightness the thickness the viscosity the mouthfeel uh, all of that has to play yes without a doubt yeah i would think that a that a pot still uh when you um save the hearts and run it through two or three times that this is just my opinion that you would be enhancing the flavors and the mouth feel and all of that more so than you would in a column still. For sure. Absolutely. I, I, I think you have probably more control over it. Um, and I think as far as distillery profile, I think they're all proud of that. Their stills. There was, there's a story of one of these distilleries that, um, washed their stills. Oh, Damn it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, I do remember Glenn. that story. Who was that? I can't remember. They washed their stills, and, and man, they, 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 they shut down production. They wash them all, and then all of a sudden, their whiskey doesn't taste the same. And they're like, what the? F- we screwed the oh, pooch. What was it? <laughs> it, it, it? But that, I, th- the, the, I think the, the root cause of that was they, d- they cleaned their spirits um, receiver, or their, their uh, what are they called? The tail receiver, the whatever, whatever go where. So when they do their final still, they take the heads. Klein leash. Klein leash. Klein leash. Yeah. They yeah. take the heads and the tails, and they, <laughs> they, they, dump those, or at least the tails. I know they they take and they put into a. They they don't use it for the hard cut, but they save them. Sure. They, they put them into a, a receiver to hold because then they can use that material because it's still high in alcohol content. They put it back in the main still, bring in the next batch. And, and distill it again. Right. So you can strip all the alcohol out of it, but that material that's left in that receiver is where the flavor is. So you you right. mentioned that. I wanted to bring that up because yeah. I remember it was right after you got back from your Scotland trip. Yeah. And um, we, we were at Deanston. We, you were at Deanston, of course, my favorite <laughs> distillery of all time. Um, but the thing that really blew my mind, and we talk about a lot of different things here on the channel, but you mentioned that, and it blew my mind about how they don't wash it. They don't change it. They don't never, clean it out. And never. And it never, it never like, dawned on me that... So 
one of my favorite things about Dinson 20 is that funky craziness or Campbelltown, et cetera, that funky, whatever that is. Like, I don't know how you're getting this out of this distillate or if it's a casking or whatever, but there's something to some of these stills and having that dirtiness to it or whatever they're doing and not cleaning it and creating a plate. I mean, that's like, Hey, that's, that's our DNA. That's our it's thing. It's their DNA. It is their DNA. And, Oftentimes you'll see in, um, so in the first, so in lots of pot stills, they have, I forget what they call it, but it basically it's a, it's a, uh, a group of chains that kind of runs on the bottom of the still to keep any solids from burning to the bottom of the still. Right, don't want that burn. Yeah. And so <clears throat> that all the crusty that gets on the bottom of the still, they typically don't clean out. And when they transfer all those, um, heads and tails out, some of that gets into the receiver and, I was able to, when I was in Deanston this summer, we, they were down at the time, which is great because I had the opportunity to look in their receiver and it looked like a uh, coal pit. It was black and solid and Jews ready to jump in. And give nasty. Me, give me out of a bite I mean, it looked, it looked terrible. It looked, it, it looked <laughs> probably disgusting. like, it looked like a coal, a, a coal pit. Um, but the weird thing is when you talk to the distillers, when they do that, when, when they fill that up, so it was mostly drained out. So that's why there was a slut black, I mean, black, fine, super fine sludge in there. But they say when they, um, when it's full and then they transfer it into the silicon, it's like liquid. I mean, there's no, it's not like, uh, like sludgy mud or anything like right. that. It's just mm-hmm. real light, real fl- fl- flows like, you know, like regular liquid. And there's no, there's no, no. It's all those flavor crystals. But that's the key. It's those flavor <laughs> crystals and those continue to rotate. And that gives you that, that gives you the burnt it's toast. It's kind of like barbecue right it's it like your really grill. You, don't, it's you, like, don't you, know, you don't need smoker. to clean and scrape it all off you leave yeah. some of that goodness on there yeah. so you can hey. get back on the meat hey i like coal i worked in the coal yeah, industry you did. for 31 years you know yeah. so yeah but that yeah. but that super fine coal dust is like yeah. was what it looked like it looked like a yeah but back to the flavor profiles i mean after the distillation process uh, a ton of the flavors that you get are also what it's is aged in yeah, oh, for sure. sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Past that time. For sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and the length that you mature it changes sure. too, right? Yeah. So if it was, it could get lighter, it's going to change the the mouthfeel and the viscosity of it. That that, yeah. that all has something to do with it. One thing that we didn't talk about in regards to the stills, and it's not really about the shape or the material, but the heating method. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really talk interesting. About you know, so let's think about how true, can you true. heat these stills. You can just literally light a fire under it, like yep. good old fashioned, you know, like your stove. Yeah. 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 Put some wood on it, so much and go. Um, you can heat it with steam. Uh, I, I mean, what are the benefits and drawbacks? Why, who, why do you care? Why wouldn't you just take Control? the cheapest method? Well, it depends on what. Well, originally it was whatever energy you had around. You know, are you burning peat? Are you burning you know, whatever you got would, you know, but the key is if you're doing a direct fire, which is the, those are the, if, if you're using most, most people use gas now, most distillers use natural gas as their primary energy source. Now they can take that primary energy source and put it directly to the still. So they can put uh, natural gas flame directly on the sides of the still, or they can use that natural gas, to heat water to make steam and then put that on around the shell of the, of the still. Well, if you do direct, direct fire, you get hot spots. Yeah, you do. You get, and yeah. now uh, while, while copper is conductive, you still got that, that tip sure. of that flame hitting the side of the still yeah, sure. and you burn the mash, you burn your beer and that beer burning mm-hmm. that beer can add flavor, good and bad, depending on how you do it. But that sounds uncontrolled. It is less controlled for sure. If you're if you're a place like McAllen, and we've got some of the pictures of their stills, we can go into later. That I believe that's all. Oh yeah, that's all still uh, steam heated. I think now. And let's be realistic here. When you're mass producing a product that you want consistency of, it's all about the control. It is the control. I mean, so Mm -hmm. we know McAllen over the last few years opened their brand new still house. And if you look back in the back of that picture, there's more and more stills back there. Go to the, go to the other way, other direction. You got more stills in the back there and they create, and what they did, they intentionally, they didn't make bigger stills. They made they duplicated dozens more. of copy the paste, exact copy same paste, copy paste. And so let's talk about what we saw before. You got the pot b- below. You've got a sh- very short, 
and quickly narrowing. Pretty fat. Yeah. Now it, it does. It Some it's pretty there. fat, and then and then the line arm goes straight down. So what you're you're looking at a heavier distillate here, right? Because there's less reflex goes on. There's the no angle onion ball. The angle is shallower. It is. Like. Well, no, it goes straight down. It's, it's, it goes up, but it, it so it comes up. It narrows down a little bit. Very so you well get, hung. You get some <laughs> reflux just above the the neck of the the still, but then it go then it comes down. But McAllen does a lot of steam heating on their on their things because they, they can run steam through their entire plant and they can be get so it's hot in that product. area right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now go to the one right above it. These are Lagavulin stills. Oh, look at these things! So Here's zoom out a little bit, fat guys. Yeah, you need to go on a diet. Very onion shaped. Zoom out a little bit more because I want to go all the. So but you can see. Out. Oh wow! The bottom of the still is right there, and there's basically no neck. It's just it's like a pear. It, it just goes yeah, straight really up. Is. So they they let that gas draw really heavy out. They're not. They don't want it to condense. They don't want it to reflex much there. And it goes straight up and and a down. Is that line because up. of the peat and and the different factors? They want a heavy. They distillate. want a heavy. Distillate. They want oily. The ca- they want the viscosity. They, they want that all that peat, all the phenols to go straight out through the through. They want to savor, the, whereas some of these other places where that went smooth, well, they want that gone. Well, clean. That, so right beneath that is, is Glen Mar- or above it, I guess, Glenmorangie, Glen where it's the opposite. <laughs> That's the exact it's a opposite. Super high still. Yeah. With a with an onion bulb and all that kind of stuff, where it just. Their their job is to get a nice so, light spirit. So, so this so this is a flavor. This is a major flavor. This thing. is by design. Right, they do this. I yeah. think that what would be really interesting uh, for educational purposes, should you have the chance when you take these uh, distillery tours, when you guys get the opportunities, guys and gals, you're out there, and let's say you make a trip to Scotland, never pass up the opportunity to taste their new make. Because oh yes, that so is cool. the blood and life of the distillery. Yes. Well, you 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 have a chance to taste the you know the distillate from Glenmo with those stills, and then you go to somewhere that's got different stills. I wouldn't say log monks are peated, and it's hard to compare. But go to another non-peated where they're different shaped stills. You're gonna notice now. Yeah, some of the barley or some of the material that they use, but just the still is going to be like night and day difference. Mm-hmm. We were we were talking about this last night a little bit, just talking about American single mall and Irish, et cetera. And it's like, you know, it's a big deal. Like you can't just produce something. I mean, you have to have good subject matter in the first place, good liquid, good something to come out. And then, yeah, get your cat, get, get your maturation with yep. fancy, whatever to, to do it. But <laughs> yep. at the end of the day, it's, if the white stuff's not good. Well, I mean, if, if, if they say <laughs> that the, the, the case, the, Whiskey is fifty percent still, fifty percent, fifty percent barrel. Yeah, I mean, there, there's your money. So, right. if, that's, and that's mm-hmm. why I feel I like I can have so the best barrel in the world, but if half of my flavor is garbage whiskey, like that garbage whiskey, hard to improve. And yeah. someone with the knowledge, the years and years of yeah, knowledge, experience, they know what they've been doing. Well, right. we were discussing and, and, American single malt, and that's the yeah. issue. I feel like we're getting into to that exact point. That is correct. Is yeah. is, is that there are? It, it's a um, because I, I I look tonight. There's there's two. Uh, sections for American single malt and total wine, and but it's not even right. it's not even real because it's like it's only one shelf really because everything else is not really American single malt. Yeah, so they're stuff. they're American. They don't malts, they don't yeah. know how to stock it correctly, but it's because it's it's still it's new. It's not really new, but it's new to to liquor stores. But the point is, is that you, you get to the point where. I don't even know what the number is. It was 160. Now it's probably like two something as far as American single malt distilleries in America. Mm-hmm. And and I think that I don't know the numbers, but I'm gonna throw a dart and say, at least half still don't know what they're doing. And that's because Correct. the liquid coming out is just not good enough. Don't, I don't care what you put it, put it in as far as barrel. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, I honestly think it's because they're 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 too crafty with it. Right, just back up and make a good single malt. Just stop with being creative and crafty and, and, and we want to do something unique. and do No, forget all that. Just show me you can make a good, solid single malt first. Then you can get pl- and play with it. Well, it's but a, it's I, a that's business different too, topic. man, because you got people that are, yeah, are right. doing bourbon and everything else, and they want to use the afterthought to make American single malt. And like I, you can't do that. You've got to go all in and start do it with correctly. That intent. Right. And, and back to my comment with making wine um, – it has to be good out of the still to start with. Correct. That's, that's a great segue. You're or, right. Or it's or it's not. It's not going to be good. You can put pig, uh, lipstick you, on a pig. I do it. Right. And then when they say, <laughs> <laughs> it's still a damn pig. It's still a damn pig. Hey, we got uh, a few questions coming yeah, in. Let's get times out here. So, Tom, our so Andrew, does the material matter 
for the stills. We did talk about we the talked copper, about, yeah. copper versus stainless. Stainless yeah. is e- easy to clean. It's consistent. It it's doesn't cheap. transfer oh, heat. No. Stainless steel is cheap. Stainless steel is cheaper than copper. Um, the other thing yeah, about audible. copper, the, the copper tends to erode, and so you got to replace the still more often. So the, the, all these guys that have these you know 50-year-old stills, the, the copper is getting thinner, and... It's a problem. That's not even open. It's not open. Wow. We're going to open. <laughs> so, yes, materials does matter. Yes. Yep. Um, Zach Andrews, I think he's being freaking tough here. What effects does the dents and dings have on the reflux? So, dents and dings? Yeah, More surface area. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I number one, Zach, I, don't, I haven't seen many stills that have dents and dings in them. But I'm not to say that that doesn't happen. I've seen or, them on moonshiners. Uh, or if it's not intentionally made. But I... I if I were to guess, it has it will have an effect on some of on the reflux as in a whole, For whether sure. it's surface content or interrupting the flow. That's where of I was going. Vapor. Yeah, it's vapor flow. Yeah, it's you know turbulent flow versus laminar flow. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thermodynamics, yeah. right? And I, I mean, it's <laughs> totally I, science. I, I, it's, You're right. I, it makes sense <clears throat> to me. Um, Tom R. Andrew, what was the first still creative? Yeah, what was the first still created, and where did it come from? Wow, so, man. there's a lot of debate about that. 1601. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> in know. that era actually. So the question is, was it in Europe or was it in um, Arabia? Which they don't really know because a lot of the alchemists use stills to distill certain things. Now for whiskey. Different story. I don't know what the first whiskey stills were first. I'll let created. you off the hook if you can tell me where did it go. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Oh, you guys suck, man. That was a good one. We're talking <laughs> about dad jokes. Joe? Thank you. Yeah, right. So, um, Tom, you stumped me. I don't know. All right, next question. What still makes the scotch taste like burnt toast? There's only one it's still available still. for that. <laughs> it's the Deanston still. It's the Deanston still. Oh. We know that. Yep. So, yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's a, if it comes down to the shape uh, of, of it. I'm sure it has something to it's do with it. It's that spirit receiver. It's got to be. It's a receiver, man. It's, it's yeah. got to be it's like where you got that. It's the grilled char. barbecue. It's still yeah. dirty. I'm telling you. So, this is a good question from Zach, a little more fair. Uh, more reflux equals lighter whiskey? I think question so. mark. Generally, yes. That is so. the uh, That's the idea, yeah. Zach. So, the question if you have a column still, you can get a heavy spirit out of a column still if you take the spirit Cut. from a lower plate where it's not as, as stripped out. Yeah. Whereas just like from a pot Ooh. still, the think about Glenmo's long, long giraffe yeah, still. Reflux. By, it, yeah, that, that liquid has gone up halfway, come down, gone up three quarters of the way, come down, gone and it's it's repeated the process so much. By the time it makes the turn, it it's really clean. It's light. It, it, it makes... And I'm not, I can't even claim to be anything physics here, but I mean, it makes sense, right? But the taller, the more onion, logavolin, I mean, like, give me everything. Whereas, rip it more, more just like, we're going to make this really nice and, and, and slow and, and drink it, it with my pinky up. <laughs> my pinky up <laughs> yeah, and yeah. make it really nice and swift and, you know, and, and smooth. <laughs> so, right. I mean, but that makes sense, right? As far as how it works. So, right. Yeah. And last question from our very good friend, our sister down on the bayou, Scotch in the bayou. Difference in spirit between descending or ascending no, that's a, line arm. We did touch about this. We did talk, we did about, talk, talk about that bit. a little bit. I don't know how many distilleries actually use ascending line yeah. arms. I've seen a few. I There's know, a few. I, I was but looking it's, at pictures tonight. I don't know which one it was from, though. Most most <clears throat> distilleries will invest in the design of their still before they'll work the line arm, unless they're not getting the spirit they want, and then they can put a, a descent, or a ascending line, line arm on there to, against, right. again, create more reflux. It's a narrower opening. There's more surface area to volume. It really creates a lot of reflux coming back. Yeah, right. I have a eight-gallon pot still that I've never used yet, but I plan on it someday. But and it talks about and the line arm you can adjust it to raise ascending or descending. Mm-hmm. And when you raise it up, it does the same thing as a higher column still. You get more reflux exactly. running back down mm-hmm. like into extra. the pot. Yeah, and and. And probably for a lighter uh, and and less, um, I don't know what I'm trying to, the ascending line arm, you just get more 
uh, of the stuff running back reflux. The more back reflux right. coming That's back it. down. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a lighter spirit. A descending well, line arm, once the alcohol gets up to that point and it's going down like this, everything It wins. Is, it's, yeah, it's gone. Uh, right. So yeah. I've been trying to talk him into, you know. You're making cognac. That'd I'm like, great. I'm like, dude, yeah. we got we got like something that out, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Scotch that idea. Dummies whiskey yeah. That'd be fun. Concy's cognac. So and I've got, so and I can brew some beer and we can use that five-gallon bucket of beer works great. Something brewing, no pun intended. So, um, the other thing about that, if you have an ascending line arm, line arm, there is another advantage you can, another thing you can take advantage of is that you can run your still faster. So you can put more heat into it, and you can rip out more solvent, more boiling, and then it'll use that line arm going up as the reflex that you would normally get in the still to to bring it. So if you want, if you want higher volume, Mm -hmm. you can either Run your still slower with a descending line arm, or maybe tip it up or tip it so, to ascending and run your still faster. Just from mm-hmm. a, a, a distillation per, perspective here, if I'm the master blender and and Thank I'm you. let's say I'm I'm responsible for making distill at a distillery, I I want to control as many variables as I can and yes, I and do. make them non. I want to make Correct. them static. Exactly. <laughs> so I can't imagine running a still and then changing something like the shape or the length of my my neck or or the angle of the line arm. To me, that would just you just totally shot yourself, and you 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 can't do that. It feels like when you. I mean, it just depends on what you're trying to produce. I feel like. And what I've learned tonight is quite a bit, but like the <clears throat> basics of the fatter, the sh- the more shorter throw, if you will, of a logavolin still. I mean, you're just force feeding. <laughs> give me give me a punch of stuff rather. But I'm not going to worry about it. Whereas you're getting some of these other ones, man. You really have to play the finesse game. You really have to play right. to your variable question point. It's like there's so many more things you got to think about. Mm-hmm. And I would think on any of these big stills, I don't know, I don't see them in the pictures, but they surely have uh, temperature sensors at every point at the bottom where they're firing the thing um, all the way yes, to the do. top because alcohol, I believe, boils at like 175 or 178, something mm-hmm. like that. So as as you're using... The hearts are are is the stuff you're going to get out that steam at 178. Mm-hmm. Anything after that, the temperatures start going to going to start it's going up, yep. and and that's going to be your uh, hearts uh, tails. I think mm-hmm. right, they, it's going to carry other yeah. stuff like yeah. water. So in the it. good stuff that you want is the stuff that's making steam and getting to the condenser at around 175 to 178. I would think. Right. Yes. Yeah. So they do monitor all of that. The, yeah. the top, the temp, especially the temperature at the top, right where it goes into the line arm. I would think that so. that's a key, key point there. Yeah. Um, and, and you can, and you can actually maintain that temperature by adjusting the speed, the amount of energy you put in your still. Yeah. So as it, as it starts to um, strip out the alcohol, the temperature is going to start going up. But you can you can cool down your still a little bit, right? At the get bottom. more reflux, yeah. and always take the spirit out the top. So it's amazing how you can control these things. It, it is right. truly engineering science, yeah, for sure. Well, that was pretty cool, guys. Uh, stills and, and their importance, their effect, how, what what role they play in the whiskey you drink. I guess was really it at the bottom <laughs> the, of the anatomy of right. Making. So, I, I there's a question from Crispy that I do want to. Can you put that on the uh, up at the very top there? Um, I, I think it's a great question. Yeah. So, how insane is Lagavulin stills that are built to maximize flavor? Then they strip out the flavor with chill filtering. That is a very good point, but the flavors you strip with chill filtering are different than the flavors you would get from running the still short. Bingo. So it, it is it it it's a great point, but it may be different flavors they're trying to pull out or different conditions they're trying to pull out. So I, I love the question. I, that this is exactly what we're here for. Yeah, to ask these questions because it totally makes sense. 
Totally understand. It sure does. Yep. Um, a couple of things I want to point out. Uh, Co made a, a point, and I want to make sure we mention this for, if you guys didn't catch the comment, but the uh, online Scotch Wards uh, uh, voting oh, is yes. open. Uh, so if you guys uh, are, are aware of that, you guys and gals are aware of that, make sure you go out there and do some voting. If you're not, be good Google it. Go out there and uh, spend a few minutes. Put you, Make your input uh, heard. Um, yep. Aside from that, great questions, great topic. It's fun to see everybody. Eric, wait, I see you. You made a comment about Springbank changing their uh, having to replace it. Yeah, wash still. I'm not sure they should. Wa- do that. Wa- wash stills okay, but and, and you have to replace them. You, they they wear out. They just that that chemical reaction that removes the sulfur it removes copper too. So you got to replace them. Yeah, I know, I just, just like I, I just want to call this guy out because he doesn't say much and he's still on. Look at I know guy. it's a little late for you, Jeff. <laughs> and and yeah. the fact that you're saying you wish you had some, I'm pretty sure you I'm do. Pretty sure you got, got some. some. We, know. we know you got some, boys. This is a fun topic. Uh, I do want to call out that uh, we we procured more bottles we have for reviews, so we will be making reviews again here very soon. I'm putting yep. these guys on the spot. We're going to do that. So watch for those coming out. Um, Frank, it was great to see you again. I would like to say, Sean, I miss you. I can never fill in for you, but I <laughs> you did a good job. That was awesome. He's in Sean's spot. Um, <laughs> you did a great job. Awesome, guys. Till next time. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. 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 Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Three, two, one.